This is a tripod broadcast. You're listening to Barnhill Outdoors Podcast. Just three average, raw, relatable hunters sharing tactics, tips, and stories. No scripts. So just sit back and enjoy the reliving of outdoor memories and their pursuit for a new adventure. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Nice to do our annual uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with that, it is nice. Yeah. But I'll go ahead and introduce ourselves. I'm Corey Barnhill. I am Brett Barnhill. And this is Rick Barnhill. And we welcome you guys to another episode of the Barnhill Outdoors, Outdoors Podcast. Yeah. It's been a while yet again, and we're glad to be back. It feels like the first time. It does feel like the first time. <laughs> we were trying to get the old Tascam figured out, and of course we don't have an SD card, the correct one, then we get another one, and we can't format it, format it correctly, and then last-ditch effort we find one, and luckily we're able to format it. But we're glad to be here. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> it's very nice. That's nice. But, uh, like most of our shows, we don't really have an agenda for tonight. No, I think we're just going to try to go over, basically, since we haven't really done a podcast in almost a year, we're just going to go over year 2022. Has it been a year? I think it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, Minus a couple months, maybe. Uh, when was the last one? I think it may have been right before March of last yeah, year. No. Yeah. Because oh. I was talking about going snagging. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That sucks. I'm... Yeah. Mm. Anyways, we're back, so... There's that spring. There it is. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... It is what it is. It is what it is. We're we're not in this for... Obviously the glitz and the glam. Yeah. We're just here to talk about what we like to talk about, have some fun, and hopefully you guys uh, listening enjoy it. Yeah. All four of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess we can just kind of start... Uh, you guys can kind of kick it off, but we'll just kind of start at the beginning of what we consider the hunting season, and then we'll just kind of morph into uh, yeah present day. Yeah, I guess we can wind it back to about March of last year. Um, kicked it off for me going down to Lake of the Ozarks and doing uh, our annual snagging trip. We did not great. Uh, caught a couple. Um, that video is on YouTube. Uh, check it out. There is a few catches on camera there, and you can see the how big those fish really are when they first surface. Man, it's like just it's like a freshwater shark. Yeah, I mean it's it's like mind blowing how big of a fish that is as soon as it hits the top of the water. It's it's one of the coolest ways to fish, in my opinion. I mean, they don't fight great, but imagine pulling in a seventy pound log. That does have a little bit of fight to it, and right. like I said, when that thing hits the, water, the top of the water, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, when you're when you're fighting one of those, and when you're reeling, and you're actually like the boat is moving towards the fish, and not the fish towards the boat. Right. It's it's pretty bizarre. And that first initial hit will almost rip your arm out of your socket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, literally, one time I was holding onto the rod while I was driving the boat. And I didn't have it positioned very well. It was kind of behind me. And when that fish hit, it literally felt like my left shoulder popped out of socket. Like it, it hurt so bad. But that first pop is, uh, and you hear the, the, the real winding or, you know, as the, yeah, as it bails out or whatever, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. 
as you were talking, I was thinking, I saw, I don't know how I'd ever miss this in my life, but I just saw like a, like a video on YouTube shorts about a white sturgeon. Yeah. Have you guys seen how big those things yeah, are? Those are They're, massive. I was thinking just sturgeon, you know, like just general, you know, yeah. it's a good fish to go, you know, when you're up there north going fishing, but holy crap, it's like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I've they just, literally I've never, are prehistoric. I yeah. Think. I've never looked oh, at yeah, them they, before and I was just amazed by how big, like how big this thing is. I'm going to pull Joel Rogan here. Well, never mind. That looks like a minnow. <laughs> you know they have those in Missouri, right? The white sturgeon? And the, and the Mississippi River, yeah. I don't know if they're the white sturgeon, but there is species of sturgeon yeah, that's caught why, in And that's Missouri. why I never really, it wasn't like an interest. They even Just catch one or two at Lake of the Ozarks every look year. Look at this thing. Could you imagine catching the, I mean, you can't keep that's, them, but that's like, a look at that. Yeah. I mean, what do you think that is? Like 15 foot long? 12 foot long? <laughs> Dude, that's, yeah, that that's huge. That's at least three dudes long. Yeah. Average height, what, six foot? Six foot. Man, that's... Yeah, that's a monster. Whew. Anyways, I mean to cut you off. No, I'm... I mean, we're talking about fishing. I can't imagine huge pulling that fish. thing. Like I talk about a 70-pound spoonbill coming It's probably to the just surface. a log, dude. It probably doesn't even fight. It's just like... Yeah, it's like <laughs> as long as the boat. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah, so this year I don't really anticipate going to the Ozarks. I mean, I'd like to, but actually I don't think we are. Oh, you're either. not going to go down. No, I think we're going to skip this year. Uh, got a couple babies due around that time uh, between me and the buddies. And yep. I think we just opted to oh, yeah. skip this year in case something <laughs> were to happen, you know, mm-hmm. while we're three hours away. Yeah. That would be uh, a big no, no, that would be bad. We'd be in the doghouse. Oh, for sure. So yeah, I think we're going to skip this year. Hope to continue on again next year, but uh, I don't know. I've been kind of wanting to, something I've been wanting to do is a spring cr- uh, crappie fishing up in like Mark Twain. That'd be fun. That would be fun. It'd be a lot closer and be fun to go catch I mean, a Pat's crappie. got a boat now. I don't know if you know. knew that. Yeah. Like not like a, it's like a, it's it's a uh, pontoon. pontoon yeah. yeah. We can fit a bunch of people. We can catch. <laughs> and it's pretty not, I mean, it's not like more decked out for it's like a dude bunting <laughs> it's a party tune yeah, party tune well i mean yeah tell them to come down i, I was thinking march sometime in march to go up there and do yeah, just one day mm-hmm. let's go up for the day and catch and catch i think 15 per person nice. so they're pretty good size up there too aren't they mm-hmm. yeah they've had uh, some good size slabs was they it, say in the your parents went up with uh Oh gosh! When the, a couple of years ago they caught a ton, right? Yeah, they caught a uh, bunch of them. It's been was three, that four years ago now. When they had the boat, or was that a different boat they used? It's a different boat, different boat. Yeah, Man, they caught real, a lot. I remember the pictures. Yeah, they had yeah. several fish that day. Yeah, they. I mean, it's a. It kind of sucks to clean, you know, a hundred fish, but they are really good eating, and it's oh, a lot yeah. of fun catching them. It's been a while since I've had crappie. Yeah, they're good. They're one of the best freshwater fish, in my opinion. Trout's a little better, but we should do. Uh, See, I haven't had them side by side, so it's hard for me to say which one I like better. I don't know. Yeah. This I know we're kind of jumping off subject, but you know where uh, Pilot Knob is, where that Civil War, yeah, yeah. The, way down there. Mm-hmm. There's a restaurant right across the street from the battlefield, and we went down there. Was it two years ago now, Brett? Yeah, been yeah, about it's been two, years. two years. But they they went they went on home, Brett and Jess, and then we stayed back and we ate there, dude. They had the best catfish sandwich i've ever had in my really? life. dude it was <laughs> phenomenal so your point about the best food the best freshwater fish I, that catfish though Better the way they made it it was yeah mm, it rivaled uh 
rainbow trout. I really? Yeah. Yeah. And Brittany had fish tacos and she thought it was delicious. <laughs> yeah. Course, like the worst place ever to get fish tacos. Like, but yeah. they were, it was good. Like that whole yeah. place was just delicious anyways. Fish and chips. Trout. She has when some you, fish and when chips. you catch trout and you clean them that day mm-hmm. and fry them that day. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. The Cajun. It's hard to The be. Andes. The Andes, 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 Cajun and, batter. Man, that stuff's we fire. We try to dabble. We've been talking about this for like 12 years, but we need to dabble in our own breading. Yeah. That'd be cool. I haven't really, I haven't really thought about that. The Barn Hill breading. And we've got the uh, the stink bait equivalent, we want to call it. <laughs> the booger sugar. The booger sugar. Booger sugar. <laughs> I still think Come on, British sugar. Um, as long as it works, people yeah. would buy it. Speaking of trout, since we're on the fishing subject, uh, Sky and I, on January 14th, we did some winter catch and release trout fishing. Nice. Of this year. That was recently. Yeah, yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I caught mostly smallmouth. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Can you keep those this time of year? I don't know. I yeah. I didn't have any plans to keep them, but I, well, no, because you can't keep them until May or I can't keep June them. in those other rivers. So I assume it's probably the same. But I caught a pretty nice smallmouth. The first fish I caught was I was like, this thing's fighting weird, you know. I mean, it's fighting hard. They fight, man. They put up a good fight. And when you catch a trout and a smallmouth around the same size, almost back to back, it's it's interesting to see the difference in and how they fight. But yeah, uh, yeah. For sure, I uh, struggle. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to judge how good uh, fighting fish are at when you're not like expecting that fish to be in the water. If that right. makes sense, like you're expecting a trout, and then you get something else, and you're like, it just throws you off. I mean, yeah. I've done it before too. In that video, I did film that, and that video is also on YouTube. Yeah, let's go check yeah. it out. Check it out. Brett, caught we, a we have to commend you, fish. though, dude. You've been, He's been, you've been on top yeah, of it. Yeah. Anyone who likes our videos, give pretty much all of the credit to Brett because he has spent well, countless, thank you. Thank you. countless hours editing those videos for your enjoyment. Your enjoyment and obviously for us to enjoy, too. We, yeah. That's the main reason why we want to do yep. it. So we have it at our disposal to watch pretty much whenever we want. And, so kudos to you. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. So let's see. Last March is where we were at. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward a month to turkey season. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was a bust. <laughs> Not much to say about turkey season. Of we had a child, so nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see that, and that's going to be me this year. So, uh, yeah, we. I went out twice i think uh first day i went out I actually had a pretty good tom coming in briefly and then just kind of turned and ran towards some jakes that were running off in a different direction so that was pretty much it for my turkey season yeah my my turkey season was spent uh trying to float jacks fort river failing so oh yeah i guess we have to get to that too so i i hunted twice turkey and then i skipped the last weekend of turkey season to go down with uh brett and seth um and his friend nick nick right (laughs) (laughs) yes yes sorry nick (laughs) i remembered you i just had a moment um had a lot of fun on that trip bill what are you talking about (laughs) it was uh (laughs) it wasn't even close 
It was fun. Though. It was fun. It was it, it was a grand adventure. But... Yeah, it was a big misadventure. A misadventure. That's yeah. a good term. Uh, it rained oh. for days, and that water was just roaring. I mean, we didn't get on the water until like the very last day we were there, yeah. and. Yeah, but, it was still really fast, so we didn't we didn't hardly catch anything. We think we caught two, maybe three. But so was camp life a little harder because it was raining so much? We stayed in our tents a lot. Ugh. I mean, there was a lot of times where we weren't, but yeah, we braved it. Yeah, the very first night we were out there, and it stormed. I mean, a huge storm, loud. Of course, you have no walls to deafen. Or that's the right term. Yeah, yeah. Deafen, deafen the thunder and the lightning. I mean, it would just blind you. <laughs> Every time it flashed. Like, you could see the outlines of all your stuff in the tent. Yeah. It was a little spooky. Yeah, it was. Because I'm like, if that lightning bolt, I mean, it's not like it's going to hit the top of the house and, you know, veer off. It's coming straight through you. <laughs> uh, and that was our second campsite we even went to because the first campsite we were going to, as you can see in the video, which is also on YouTube, go check it out. <laughs> That's a three-part uh, a three part series on that one. Um but day one of that video, you'll see we couldn't even get to the first campsite because the, the creeks and the roads were flooded all the way back to where we were wanting to go. And that right. was a little spooky, too. Yeah, the whole trip was it, was, it was spooky, I guess, all around. Like that first time we floated before it even went down further than mm-hmm. in the morning, like that was a little bit dangerous, probably. I mean, we were. Yeah. Yeah. That probably wasn't the greatest idea. We had people flipping over and... Yeah. And I mean, we did have life jackets. Um, but Nick Nick struggled with the kayak a tad. Uh, sorry, Nick. <laughs> I doubt he listens to us anyway. <laughs> he, he hasn't really been on a kayak. I mean, he's done a canoe trip, but that's totally different. Oh, and if you're not familiar with how to control yeah. a kayak on water like it was then, it's... No wonder well, why Brittany and I went up to Iowa with my brother to go on the float trip. The canoe was hard enough to, and it was yeah. her and Brittany and I on the canoe and them and their kayaks. I was like, hmm. kayaks <laughs> are a different, different animal. I mean, you have complete control, which is nice. Uh, but if you're not used to how the boat moves around and when you're supposed to back pedal versus, you know, forward pedal and all that stuff, like using it as like a rudder, I mean, you don't, you're going to flip just plain and simple. Yep. And that's what happened. The only time I flipped myself is when I was trying to get into my back into my <laughs> kayak, and I went all the way under. Yeah. But somehow, all my stuff stayed in the kayak. So even my pole, my rod. Just Were you a bit it. angry? I might have said a few choice words. <laughs> well, I was waiting for him because we'd always basically stop after each bend, especially the real strong, rapid ones. And he wasn't coming, and I'm like starting to get to that point where I'm getting nervous. So I start running up the side of the bank to see if I can put eyes on them and not seeing them, not seeing them. And then I start yelling for them and I started running even farther. And that's when I saw him coming down and I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> it was a, it's a scary situation. I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. And then right before that's when Seth flipped and his was yeah, scary his was, too. His was a genuine, like, yeah, scary situation. I turned that boat around and started paddling up, that river as hard as I possibly could to get up back up to him. And I mean, he was okay. He, he could swim his boat over to the, to the shoreline. Uh, he lost everything. Yeah. We ended up picking up like 90% of his gear. Oh, did you end up getting it? Mm-hmm. We we're just catching it when we we're paddling up. 
he lost his reel though, didn't he? He lost his reel and he lost his seat that he had. Oh his yeah, that his yeah. seat could come out and it acted like a, almost like a lawn chair, mm-hmm. mini lawn chair. Oh yeah, yeah. It so like it was a, nice, but but it's gone. It's in the bottom of Jack's Fork River. I think if you guys do that and I can actually make it out this year, I think I, I would just kind of like the just the bushcraft being out there. You know, just, it's definitely just the bush. It's definitely bushcraft. I mean, it's primitive for sure. That's what I meant. More like primitive camping. Um, more so than I mean, granted, we had like propane stoves <laughs> and right. stuff like that, but like there's no electric, there's no bathroom. I mean, it's. Yeah, the site though that we were going to go to is even more. Like that one still had like a nice fire pit made and had a picnic table. Like the one that Seth and I went to before at the 11 point, like we had a clear space in the woods to set up camp, at least especially the first year. And we dug a hole to make our fire pit and all. And so it was, you felt like you were at least living off the land mm-hmm. for a couple of days. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. It was something different. Cooking on those solo stoves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was, cooking the beans over the fire was kind of fun. That was kind yeah. of cool to watch. It's like the old cowboy days. Mm-hmm. Every meal had beans. <laughs> every meal. <laughs> Rest in peace, you guys, at night. Yeah. It, every meal. Hamburgers, beans. Hot dogs, beans. Breakfast. Beans. <laughs> Eggs and beans. <laughs> Eggs and beans and bacon. <laughs> but nothing goes better than bacon and beans. It worked out. So anything between May and September? So we came back from that trip. Um, man, I don't, I don't remember the summer hardly at all. I don't, I'm sure I did something. Yeah, I say every year is quickest year ever, but last year was just like. I think I did go on one set trout lines one time. I don't think I even was able to go pick them up though. Yeah, I didn't hardly do anything until September, outdoor, outdoor wise. In June, we went to Montauk, our annual kind of annual trip. Limited out both days. Um, videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Ring that bell. Comet. That was funny. Uh, uh, yeah, then so you, that puts us into September. That's deer season. Um, only went one or two times in September. And then the very beginning of October was pretty fun for me. Uh, did the, I believe it was the third annual Missouri, central Missouri public land challenge. And, uh, you went through dad, right? Yep. Yep. And dad went with me and it was a lot of fun. A lot of guys from last year were there and then a lot more, there was like 20, 20 something guys this year. And yeah, it was a blast. I mean, you go up in public ground, thousands of acres of public ground, never stepped foot on this property in my life. And we get set up on a Wednesday, I believe, set the camper up. Dad and I go to a spot, realize that it's not actually technically public. Um, it's close to the public area, but it's it's too close to, like, um, you know, the camping sites and stuff, so you can't hunt there. So we end up going to another spot I found on a map. We walk this dry creek with tall cockerbirds all over the place, um, like a mile back in there. <laughs> And finally set up on this little bit of an oak ridge. I mean, it's a real gradual ridge. It's nothing nothing like you would, you'd be normally looking for, you know, as far as hard transition lines. But we decided <clears throat> decide to set up there. I ended up seeing a fawn um, who eventually saw me, but it ran off. And then I'm like, all right, this might be a good spot. There's a lot of acorns here. And sure enough, here comes another doe. Um, about 30 minutes later, comes down 
20 yards while I'm just standing on the ground and uh, popped her with the old bow and arrow from the ground on public land. Nice. So it was, uh, that's pretty cool. That's, that's a two first. First public land deer that I've ever shot and first time shooting a deer off the ground with my bow. Done it with a gun several times, but first time with a bow. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it looked like it would be a pretty cool adventure. It was I highly recommend it. Anybody who's interested in it, look up on Facebook, um, Central Missouri Public Land Challenge, and you can get all the details there. I don't know where they're doing it this year or anything like that yet, um, but I can certainly try to find out for, for you if you if you want to just contact me instead. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. You're hunting from sunup to sundown, and yeah, it's 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 pretty rough. Dad figured out how hard it is to hunt on public ground. He was... He had a blast, but I could tell he was um, he was second guessing some of the some of the days we went out. Uh, but after the first day, he was with the bow and I was with the camera, and we just pushed. And then the last morning, we found a really good spot and saw like thirteen deer. That last morning, we just couldn't get a shot on one. Mm. Um, Did you run into anybody throughout your time there? A couple times, yeah, but it wasn't like what you would think. Um, I found spots on the map that I thought nobody wanted to go to and the spot i found that we ended up seeing all this deer we literally had to swim through this like horseweed grass it wasn't even horseweeds it was it was just like this viney grass that stood seven foot tall and you're literally just swimming through it there's no path there's no trail and we did that for a couple hundred yards until we got to this little pocket of woods like right in the center it's like a little island of woods and that's where all the deer were and it was it's pretty cool. It's kind of picturesque. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Just <laughs> <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Sounds like he hasn't watched the YouTube video, has he? It doesn't do it justice, though. You can't see how difficult it really was yeah. getting back there. But um, So, yeah, that was October or the beginning of October. Um, come back from that, and a couple weeks later, Brett and I go to our lease property, and he can share his story. Yep. So... Of course, you know, we, we, it's a new lease, so we, this is kind of like our first real couple of hunts on it. And I have seen deer before this, and, uh, I spooked them, unfortunately, by being a dumb dumb. But, uh, so this hunt, I was like, I knew all there's deer here, but I was just afraid that I had pushed them all out because I hunted like pretty quickly after that last hunt. But anyway, I was in the stand for maybe 20 minutes. Maybe. Maybe 20 minutes. I was, I had my GoPro in my hand. I'm doing my video intro. I just look up and there was a bunch of deer just, I don't know, 80 yards out. I mean, the stick stuff I could see her heads and stuff moving around. And there was like three of them, three does. And, uh, so I basically just put my GoPro on my hat and got my bow ready. And that, the biggest doe of the bunch, she came right down the trail, just like reading the script, you know, as I say, and she stopped about 14 yards and she quartered away from me. And in my mind, I knew when I drew back, she was quartered away. And I even was telling myself where to shoot. And then as soon as I did everything that I told myself, it played out exactly in my head. My arrow hit exactly where I was aiming. But as soon as it hit, my brain switched gears immediately, <laughs> and I told myself, oh, no, I hit her too far back because I'm just me. And I think 
that's actually brings up a pretty good point because I've noticed by I watch a lot of YouTube videos, uh, hunting videos on YouTube, and I notice a lot of people do that as soon as they shoot. I mean, yeah, you you get your cliche smoked them, smoked them. I mean, you see a lot of those too, but a lot of videos you're like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> that may not have been a very good shot. But what was weird is like just milliseconds before I release, I knew. Where I needed to hit her, I did exactly what I was planning. Like, it worked flawlessly. But as soon as that arrow hit, my brain switched immediately to, you messed that up. You know, you ruined it. She's run off. She's going to run out in the cornfield in front of Corey. And I'll never see her again. I was kicking myself. I was like, oh, I hit her in the liver. (laughs) It's like all the, the worst thoughts went in my head. And she ran about 70 yards and killed over so, so, but, but I just, that's a personal thing for me to work on, I guess, like have a little more confidence because I've killed a lot of deer with my bow. Yeah. In fact, I've only had my first year hunting. I only shot one in the shank <laughs> and I didn't catch her or I didn't uh, find catch her <laughs> in the lungs or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so it, it worked out flawlessly. I just doubt myself all the time when it comes to not with a rifle i'm not that way if i shoot a deer with a rifle i'm like yeah he's dead <laughs> but with a bow even though i've killed lots of deer with my bow now uh, that mentality just hasn't changed yeah i i struggle with the same thing obviously um going fast forwarding to november during deer season or rifle season um biggest buck of my life that to date and Brett was with me and I had the pleasure of being able to share that with him. But that buck came in probably a hundred yards away and didn't have a real good angle on it. And honestly, still to this day, probably should have let Brett shoot because he had a better, better angle. But when I pulled the trigger, I didn't like, I didn't like what I saw. I mean, he did do a little bit of a kick and he did go the opposite direction of a doe of the does. But my first reaction, I missed. Yeah. Immediately, I missed that deer, uh, just with the whole setup. It was really thick. It was hard to shoot through. I'm still very shocked that it worked. Um, but, yeah, first reaction on that one, too. Just Yeah, in fact, I had to be like, all right, let's, let's look for, like, sign, because he was kind of, I won't say about giving up, but he was pretty down on himself, and I was just like, we have to at least look for some kind of sign. And then, we, we you know, we found blood and... I think they kind of turned things around a little bit. But. Yeah. Yeah. Once I finally found blood, I was getting a little more confident, but I didn't see a lot of blood, but I made a mistake because I didn't actually look at the blood to see if there was bubbles in it. If I would have saw that, I'm sure I would have been a lot more confident, but yeah. I just assumed it was like, you know, uh, muscle blood and could just decide to keep following it. And then sure enough, not that far away here. Yeah, he didn't was. run that far. And. Yeah, so doubted myself for no reason, but that uh, that was definitely the biggest buck I've shot yet. Um, awesome deer. Don't have any history with that deer. I have some good bucks, or we have some good bucks on camera. That deer was just showed up that day with some does. I don't know where he came from. And he was definitely a shooter. Oh, yeah. Um, that video is also on YouTube. <laughs> uh, highest highest viewed video of yeah. any videos we have probably combined yeah and, easy. 
um, just want to say thank you to everyone who's watched that video and um, liked it and subscribed because of it and commented on it. Um, just really appreciate all the support we had on that video because that was a... I got a confession. Yeah. I made 10,000 YouTube accounts. <laughs> I wow. commend you. That is a lot of time. <laughs> that is impressive. Next time, do a million. Yep. <laughs> yeah. A little more. Effort. If you made 10,000... YouTube accounts. Why didn't you subscribe with all of those? Oh man! <laughs> all right, I deleted tonight. them already. <laughs> no, that video had over fifteen thousand views, and uh, yeah, pretty impressed and very thankful. Yeah, and it still gets daily views. I mean, it's still yeah. ticking up. But but yeah, that was that was a that was a hunt that I'll remember. Even though I was the one pulled the trigger, that's one that'll stick with me. Mm-hmm. Just of how it all played out. I mean. It ended perfectly, and boy, was it a drag to get that sucker out of the Oh, man, he was, we had to drag it a little over 300 yards, and it was, or was it 400? I don't know, it was a, it was a ways. But he was, he was a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> he was a nice one. Um, but yeah, couldn't have asked for a better hunt, you know, and being able to share that with you was pretty fun. Yeah. I wish we would have had our other camera with us, though. I do, I do wish I would have had... The big camera with us that day uh, to get the, some better footage on it. Yeah, like uh, actually get to see the deer on the yeah on the hoof on the hoof on the hoof. Um, so obviously, as we're talking about all these YouTube videos, we have geared more towards trying to film some of the the things that we're doing, hunting, fishing, um, for your pleasure and uh, for ours ultimately. Uh, but we will continue to try to do that coming up and try to bring you guys some more content. Um, speaking of content, uh, that probably brings us to the next video and hunt of that year, which was our duck hunt. A little over a month ago, uh, the end of December, or middle December, middle December. Or was it the beginning of December? No, it was the beginning. It was the beginning of December, like yeah. The kind That's of right. the anniversary of our COVID. Yeah. <laughs> our second tour. <laughs> and... Uh, so we went uh, duck hunting with your brother, Pat, and my buddy, Tim, and went to some public ground. And it started out a little rough. Uh, boat kept bottoming out, so we ended up having to drag the boat yeah. for, I mean... It seems like a thousand lot, yards. A lot of yards <laughs> to the water. And we, were just, we weren't seeing a lot of ducks um, kicking off the off the, the water. And finally, we ended up finding some. With the numbers like 70,000 at that point, 75, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, should be seeing a lot of ducks, but we're seeing a few here and there. Nothing to get real excited about. Um, Decided to set up anyway. And, man, right away there was was ducks wanting to light in our decoy spread, but they started skirting skirting us a little bit. And we realized after it got daylight enough, we were looking around, and and your brother drug that boat like 60 yards away from us. (laughs) Remember, it was way too close. Like. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, I got it way down there. And by the time it got light, I guess everything looks a lot farther <laughs> in the dark. Like, we look over, it's right there. Yeah, it's like shining <laughs> aluminum. I'm, I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to get that boat further away. That is that is flaring these birds. Uh, and sure enough, as soon as we did that, we we peeled off quite a few right there in the morning. And then um, then just like a light switch, it just like quit. <laughs> yeah, no one was shooting at that yeah. point. I mean, it was weird. It was a weird day. The conditions were perfect. I mean, it was cold, windy. Uh, bluebird day. I I don't know. 
I was I was surprised we didn't limit out, but we got close. I mean, we ended up getting thirteen, and, and you can was kill the them. average about three then? Because I think that day it was like one point eight. The average like, was one point something that day. Our average was three point two five. Yeah, so I think we did the best so, at, in our our spot. Yeah, so it was a great hunt. I mean, I always have a blast uh, hunting with you guys and just hunting in general. Yeah. But when you get to share those that's those stories with with uh, family and friends, that's always well. You got to share the story of of my call out. You remember that? Call out. No. You're dead? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're sitting right next to each other, and here comes a couple couple ducks, and I think it was, was it two greens, or was right, it green? Yeah, they're coming right at It was, uh, yeah, they're coming right at us. And they were swinging to my right, which is where Ricky was, and so I can't, I can't swing over and shoot that direction. So they go to his right, and I'm just, like, waiting for it, and next thing I know, I hear... I hear Rick say, you're dead. You're dead. And then boom. raises up and boom, just folds it, like a, it. folds it like a lawn chair. It was great. And Corey afterwards, I wasn't even thinking, it's like one of those like tunnel vision yeah. moments where you're not really thinking. And Corey's like, did you just call that duck out? And I was like, <laughs> you're darn right. Yeah, I, I, I did. Because <laughs> it was, like, was kind of quiet when he said it. You know, of course, I'm focused trying to get ready to be able to shoot. And next thing you know, I hear, you're dead. Like it's real subtle, <laughs> stand up, boom, and then I'm like, "Did he just say?" You? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a funny moment. Yeah, that was not as funny as when I shot that bird and he folded five feet from me, came straight down to my feet basically, and I just kind of nonchalant, mind you, I just I shot twice and I was using my over and under, uh, only two shells. If anybody doesn't know that, an over and under only shoots two shells, and most guns uh, shoot three. So I shot my two shells, this bird falls, almost hits me in the knees. And then I stand up to pick it up and it just like raises his head up. And I guess I didn't kill it. And it just takes off. I mean, this, as hard as it could flap, it was just basically hovering over the water. And I'm sprinting after this thing. Also trying to load a shell in my waders in the icy water. I look ridiculous. I'm sure. I wish we could have filmed that. Cause I'm like fumbling over, trying to put a shell in my gun and Finally chase this bird down, finish it off, but it was probably 200 yards at least from where we were set up. That's where you got by the trees, right? Yeah. And then you got in a little tizzy with Yeah, the... then I got a little tizzy with uh, another <laughs> another group of hunters that we actually had um, talked before we went out, and we had kind of said we were going, and they ended up getting like way south of where they said, and then they thought we were going way north of where we said, and long story short, that's public ground for you. I mean, you just... Uh, <laughs> It, but it turned out okay. We shot a bunch of birds, and and they didn't. <laughs> I mean, they weren't very good shots. No, they were sky blasting. But uh, yeah, the, the biggest so. tragedy of that day was dropping my lighter in the water right before the buzzard. <laughs> and never, and I had a, I had a spare a buzzer. Well, I know what or, you mean. yeah, the shooting light. Shooting light, and I had a spare, but would you believe it didn't work? So. It didn't work. <laughs> of course, sad day. But it was, it was a good hunt overall. Yeah, we, we all a, got a bunch of birds time. and and yeah, shot some teal, had some teal, and then I guess mallards. I don't was there. I don't think we had any. Uh, was there any bonus, other bonus ducks? I don't think. We yeah, had. just a couple teal. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh, then you and I decided to go duck hunting again, <laughs> going a wood duck hunt, and uh, boy, 
That was something. Yeah. The birds were safe that day because <laughs> they didn't come by. They didn't, I didn't see a single duck that day. It was a cool setup. Just... It was a cool setup. There, there really was a bunch of woodies on that yeah. river when I was deer hunting. I can promise you. I probably even have video of them uh, somewhere, but there was a bunch of them. So if we get a chance to possibly do an early season hunt, that's a place to go. Because they, yeah. they were there last spring when I was turkey hunting. And there was a bunch of them then. And then, of course, when I was deer hunting, they were still there. So something to think about. Think about. About. And that brings us to the end of last year <laughs> yeah. pretty well. I mean, I did go trout fishing once during October. Mm. Spent about a week down there, uh, which was an awesome. We're going to try, try sometime in February to do a day trip. We're going to try to get that together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. This Yeah. In like two weeks, I think we're going to try to do a day trip. Is that... We do, okay. The 11th, I think. Yeah, I can't do that, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to yeah. do that. My uh, 2020 season ended with... Uh, day after Christmas, Cora and I went to... 2022. What did I say? 2020? I think so. It's on everybody's mind still. <laughs> Curse you, 2020. So, 2022... At the day after Christmas, Corey and I went out to our property. Oh yeah, and it was cold, Frigid. cold, cold. Yeah, and Sky went along with us as well. Uh, but none of us saw anything that day except Corey and I saw the most swans we've ever seen. In our so lives. many swans! <laughs> there were, we probably saw forty swans. I've never seen that many swans. Because there's a there's a pretty good sized pond um, at the property over, and. These birds, they're beautiful and they're huge, but man, they sound awful. <laughs> they have the worst talk <laughs> I've ever heard. The first few times we heard it, we're like, what is that? It's like a drunk goose. You're like, <laughs> and I was like, you think that's a swan chorus? Like, yeah, it's probably what it has to be. Yeah. It wasn't a snow goose. It wasn't speckled, but like, it wasn't anything, you know. Yeah. I, I first thought it was like beagles. Like far off in the distance, yeah, from you know, running down a rabbit like or something. And then it, I was like, it's flying, so it's not a beagle. Yeah. <laughs> Trumpeter swans. Man, they have the worst. They have a terrible honk. They do. They sound terrible. But when they're flying side by side to a Canada goose, they're massive. Yeah, dwarf them. It's, they're big birds. Huge. But yeah, no deer that day. Except no. for going in, we no. saw a few. But yeah, and the rabbit hunt we also did with BJ and Seth. And yep, them. yep, did up at their lease. Yeah, killed a few. That was you took Jada there. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't that. No, no, I took Jada on a squirrel hunt, but I didn't film squirrel it. Squirrel hunt. Yeah, gotcha. That's right. Yeah, that was that was it. So I mean, we had I had a great year. I mean, the biggest buck to date for me. Um, another couple firsts was shooting the public ground and off the ground. Um, yeah, a a really good hunting season. It just, I didn't feel like it was real good just because I didn't hunt that much, (laughs) which maybe that's better. Maybe you don't hunt as much and that's why you're seeing deer, but it worked out. It's, it's funny because 2022 was the year of four videos for us. Yeah. This is the most we posted content-wise as far as videos. Now, we have a lot of our old podcast episodes. But I was actually looking at our schedules. Um, 2020, we had a lot of podcasts. And then maybe one or two videos here and there. It's a lot of old videos that are more like 
family video type videos for at Montauk. Then 2021, I think we posted like two podcast episodes and maybe one video <laughs> the whole year. And then this year or this past year was lots of videos. So I'm hoping one podcast. <laughs> And one podcast. <laughs> so I'm hoping to yeah. keep on that schedule yeah, yeah, a little bit. You know, just producing more videos for you all to, wa- to watch and, yeah. and enjoy. And we're going to try to keep getting better at them, too. Um, getting better footage. Just trying to bring, the, you know, the realization or the realism of, you know, our hunting. You know, right. what, we're, what we're doing. So if, I mean, GoPro footage is, is fine, I guess. But, you know, it's not just not quite good enough. No. But we're going to continue to try to improve. Yeah, overall good season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, with that, I guess we can uh, sign out here. and Yeah, and, I mean, I'm really hopeful that we continue podcasts as well. Hopefully we, this will be the year of videos and podcasts. Videos and podcasts. Uh, no problems. Everybody's saying, <laughs> yeah, no problem. We, we know our track record. Hey, it's January, though, so yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah, so maybe we can. It's our, it's our New Year's <laughs> resolution. So. Is to get at least two podcasts this year. This year. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a hard sell. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. Well thanks. Thanks again everybody for mm-hmm. listening and watching all the videos. Really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Um you can check us out on Instagram. Uh the handle is Barnhill underscore O D underscore podcast. That is right. And then uh on YouTube is just Barnhill Outdoors. We'll pop up. And Go ahead. And I'm going to start posting videos on Rumble as well. Oh, yeah, Rumble. So, yeah, get ready to Rumble. Get ready to Rumble. <laughs> we're going to post videos on a new platform. Good it's deal. also just Barnhill Outdoors as well. Good there. deal. Yeah, it's a good place to start posting posts. All right. All right. We'll see you guys later. And see you. See you later. Bye.